0: amen, amen. I want to tell you, if we could have heaven invade this place tonight, I promise you, there is no one leaving the same way they came, if heaven invades. And if, I've learned this in my life, if we will allow God to work, if we'll allow God to flow, if we'll come in like-minded, one mind, one accord, same, same plan, that's to have a move of God, then heaven will invade tonight. I believe that from the top of my head to the sole of my feet. I'm going to start by saying thank you, Pastor and Sister Showstrand, Bishop and Sister Showstrand. this church. I, I want to say that I, my home is in Parkersburg. Uh, our churches are in Beltbury and Parkersburg. That is home for me. But there is very few places I have ever been that was like home. And I can walk through the doors here and I feel the same thing I feel in Belprie and the same thing that I feel in Parkersburg. I feel at home. And I. you all are just amazing, amazing people. And don't stop doing what you're doing. Amen. I love you all. I want to start in Luke chapter 6. Luke chapter 6, verse 6 through 11. And as you're turning there, I want to tell you a quick story, I, I may tie it in with my message, and I might not, I don't know. But we had a, we had a gentleman in our church. Uh, I'm going to say, for, without saying names or anything, since we're live streaming, he was a seasoned gentleman. He was a seasoned gentleman. And this man, who was very faithful, very faithful in the church, and, and he, it was two Wednesdays ago, Sister Hunt, Two Wednesdays ago, I believe, I got a text message that he was in the ER, uh, and his vision was going completely white. Lose all his vision. And, and so I left church, went to the ER, uh, prayed with them. They moved him from our uh, local care emergency room to the hospital in Marietta, Ohio, and they said they found a blockage in a vein, main artery in his brain. And they said, he has to have surgery and a stent put in. They'll go through the back of the head and go up and put the stent. Extremely, extremely risky. Extremely risky. We can't do that here. You're going to have to go to Columbus and have that done. Well, guess what? We started praying. I had three of you. All right. Two or three are gathered together. We're in it. And we started to pray. We started to believe. We started to claim. We started anointing prayer cloths. And guess, guess what? They, tr- they finally got a transport from Marietta to Columbus, Riverside Methodist. And he, he got moved up there. The doctors immediately come in, started doing new CT scans, MRIs, things like that. Sister Hunt and myself took off and drove up. We was fully expecting to sit there through a surgery with the outcome unknown they they said if we do the surgery he will more than likely have a stroke we walked in and the doctor was happened to be standing beside the bed when we stepped into that room and the doctor said you know what he said i i think that we can just treat this with medicine it's not a big deal we can take care of this you take this pill and you take this pill and you just go on home everything is going to be okay it's perfectly fine i came to tell you that was an answer to a prayer we left columbus that day he beat us back home i'm telling you my god is a healer my god is in control we're going to talk about healing a little bit tonight we're going to talk about our life we're going to talk about everybody say right now right, yeah. say right now right, yeah. i mean right now right. the 11th of september right now at 6 or 5:38 P.M. Newark, Ohio, right now. It starts for you right here, right now. Not next Sunday, not Wednesday night, next, not next week of revival. It starts for you right here, right now. Right here, right now. Luke chapter 6. This is very powerful. I have read and I preach from this passage many times. And I just love it. And it says, And it came to pass also on another Sabbath that he entered into the synagogue and taught. And there was a man whose right hand was withered and the scribes and the Pharisees watched him whether he would heal on the Sabbath day that they might find an accusation against him. But he knew their thoughts and said unto the man which had the withered hand, Rise up stand forth in the midst, and he arose and stood forth. Then said Jesus unto them, I will ask you one thing, Is it lawful on the Sabbath day to do good or to do evil? He was asking that question. To save a life or to destroy it, another question. And he looked around unto them all and said unto the man, Stretch forth thy hand. And he did so, and the hand was restored whole as the other. They were filled with madness and communed one with another what they might do with Jesus. I'm telling you, my message is short and it is sweet. You know how I preach, very simple. It all starts now, right now. Whatever you need today in this church out of life, it starts right now. Whatever God wants to do in your life, you need to make up your mind tonight. I'm not running from my calling, not one more day. I'm going to give it to the Lord tonight. I Maybe I've been needing to lay some things on the altar. It's going to happen right now. Right now, right now is the today, I want somebody in here to shout right right now. What do you want Jesus to do? What do you want Jesus to do in your life? Are you hungry for anything? What are you hungry for? Are you hungry for a move of God? Are you hungry for lost loved ones? Are you hungry for backsliders? I'm telling you right now, I, we have a slew of backsliders in our city and it just, just aches my spirit to see it. I yearn. I pray. I seek that they walk through the door, that they walk through an altar. Not next week. Honey, this Sunday, every single Sunday, I pray. Lord, send them. Send them this Sunday. Send the backsliders. Send the people that used to be here. Send them back to an altar. Today, today, today. I walk out of church just absolutely dumbfounded when they don't come. We have got to make up our mind. It's right here, right now. You need the Holy Ghost right here, right now. You need a healing right here, right now. You need a touch from God. It starts right here. It starts right now. That's how we have to. That is what the apostolic church is. We're not made to wait. I'm going to say this. I can't say this every place I've ever been. But I can say it in Newark. I promise you. You didn't come to a dead church. You did not come to a dead church. I can promise you, I know one thing. Newark has a church that is alive. Newark has a church that's powerful. Newark has a church that's not dried up. Newark has a church that doesn't just go through rituals and ceremonies and leave the same way they came. Newark has a church that's filled with the Holy Ghost. Newark has a church that says we can start right now and change our city. So my thing is, is how did you come into this house? Did you come in needing something? Don't leave the same way you came in. Everybody thought that it was going to be the same old, same old, same old. When Jesus walked into the synagogue, they thought, hey, this is going to be church is normal. Church is normal. I'm going to read some of your mail for a second. Some of you walked into the church tonight and you thought, Church is going to be same old, same old, normal, business as usual. You came to the wrong place for business as usual. Listen, I'm not in the boring church. I'm in the Holy Ghost, powerful, anointed, people being healed. Listen, we have got to do this. We have got to have amazing church you ought to leave here tonight dumbfounded that somebody didn't get healed you ought to leave here tonight if you have a pain in your body anybody in here have a pain in their body just raise your hand i'm telling you right now you need to get in your mind and get in your spirit that i am going to leave here without pain tonight oh you're still sitting See, you're still saying, you have got to get in your mind that I'm leaving here tonight with no pain. I'm leaving here tonight, no joint pain, no back pain. You have got to stand up and say, right now, uh, my healing is coming right now. That is apostolic church. Not the same old, same old. You need to leave different and you come in. That's having church that's having church wasn't the same old same old that day but Jesus had something different in mind he saw he saw what wasn't there as if it was there he saw a withered hand but he had in his mind a healing that was getting ready to take place he saw in his mind what others opposed that he would do that day and he said i'm just going to mess with their minds a little bit i'm going to tweak them a little bit even though they don't want me to do this on the sabbath i'm going to do it anyways i'm going to mess with them a little bit i'm going to do what i'm going to do because i I am the I am that I am. I am the Alpha. I am the Omega. I am the beginning. I am the end. He said, I'm going to do it if I want to do it. There was a willing vessel there. So he was going to do it. That's what I love about Jesus. Jesus just did it and he rubbed their nose in it a little bit. And he said, I'm going to bring the law and I'm going to show them. I'm going to show them it happened right before their eyes. That's what I love about him. That's what's going on here. You did not come in here today to worship a dead deity. You come in here and worshiping the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. You came in here worshiping a God, a Jesus that is on a throne. He is not a dead statue encased in a crucifix hanging on a wall somewhere. cross is empty. He came off of that thing. He come out of that thing. He is not the dead past. He is the living present. He is the right here, right now. He is somebody. He isn't slumbering in a grave. He is alive forevermore. The one we sing about, the one we're worshiping, that is who he is. That's why That's why we come to church excited and expecting the unexpected, expecting the supernatural, expecting God to do something. I know some of you think every time this guy gets up there, he sweats like a hog and and he screams and jumps around. And look at this great big guy like that shouldn't be acting like, I'm telling you, I do this every place I go. I do this every Sunday. I do this every Wednesday. Why? Because my God deserves it. I'm going to tell it. to preach it. I believe it. I'm not going to leave until I leave changed. This is what we do. Say it starts right now. Right now. It starts right now. We'll talk about this for just a few moments. You need to start right where you're at right now. You don't need to wait till next week. You don't need to wait till next month. You don't need to wait till revival service. Next Sunday, it's going to be amazing. Bring your friends, bring your family. If you don't shame on you, you ought to pass out every flyer up here. You ought to be calling pastors saying, run me off a hundred more. You you ought to be knocking doors. and You ought to fill this place up for revival. But you have got to get this in your spirit. Your revival starts right here and right now. It doesn't start next week. It starts right here, right now. You're going to bring somebody in there revival is going to start next week, but yours starts tonight you start right where you're at you start right where you're at listen everything can be against you family might be against you life might be against you Uh, your relationships might be against you everything's stacked up against you but you start right here you start right now you start right where you're at you start right in the pew from the front to the back you start right here right now it's what you do. You gotta make you gotta make up in your mind. Do I have anybody that says, you know what? I I think I'm picking up what you're putting down. I'm gonna start right here, right now. Anybody? I got a couple of you. Let's move to 1 Samuel 17. We'll get you all there in a second. First Samuel chapter 17, verse 20. And David rose up early in the morning and left his sheep with a keeper and took and was with Jesse had commanded him, and he, he came to the trench as the host was, was going forth to fight and, and shouted for the battle. For Israel and the Philistines had put the battle in array. Armies against army. You see, David came in. David came into this valley. There was a giant in that valley. We know the story you all you all know the story David came in to that valley and and as David walked into the valley and and this Philistine was was taunting him and saying send me somebody I want your toughest one you send me somebody and all all of the army was hiding they was all saying I'm not facing this guy and I could just see I could see Goliath walking and taunting and saying send me your best one come on send me somebody. Somebody. Don't you have somebody strong enough to take on me? Come on, you bunch of chickens. Send me somebody. Right. And David was taking food to his brothers. Something rose up in David that day. There was a giant out there. The giant was against him. The king's was against him. The king's men was against him. They made fun of him. They laughed at him. They, they said, you don't have what it takes. You just you, you don't have what it takes. And something welled up inside of David and said, it starts right now. You hide and watch, honey. I've got what it takes. Yeah. And all the men of valor, all the men we, with all their, their armor was cowering back. And a young shepherd boy said, you just hide and watch. You wait and see what I do. He said, I'm going to start right now. Things wasn't perfect. Everything was stacked against him. But it starts right now. You got to make up your mind today that you're not going to wait until you get older. I've had people say, I'll come to church and I'll, I'll, I'll give my life to the Lord. And I'll really I'll really work in the kingdom when I just get a little older. You you can't wait. You can't wait till you get more educated. You can't wait for another year of college. You can't wait for another degree higher. You've got to start right now. You've got to do it right now. You have got to get everything right, right now. You can't wait on your family to come into church. You can't sit there and say, I'll make a commitment to God. I'll get closer to God when my family's sitting beside them maybe your family is waiting on you to get right with God and then they're going to come in maybe you need to make the move right now you can't wait on family you can't wait you cannot wait until the king is with you you have got to do it right now David went on in chapter 17 verse 36 and 37 And it says, thy servant slew both a lion and the bear, and this uncircumcised Philistine shall be as one of them. You see, David had faith. Hey, I've killed a bear, I've killed a lion. This guy, he going down. Philistine shall be one of them. Seeing he hath defiled the army of the living God. Some of you all need to stand up tonight and say Satan has defiled the army of the living God. Satan has come against me. Satan has tried to put his hands in my family, in my dealings, on my life. I am in the army of God. I am a child of the King. He is defied. I, I can take this. I can win this. I'm not gonna put up with this. I'm gonna start right now. You've got to get that in your spirit. David said, Moreover, the Lord hath delivered me out of the paws of the lion and out of the paws of a bear. He will deliver me out of the hands of this Philistine. And Saul said unto him, David, go and the Lord be with you. You see, David was saying, God moved on me and I killed a bear. God moved on me and I killed a lion. And that same God that moved on me then is going to be the same God that is there with me when I face this giant. And David, David all of a sudden goes down into a valley. Do you understand? He couldn't wear the armor. It wasn't big enough for him. It was too big, it was too heavy. The swords was too heavy. David said, I can't fight with that. Hey, I can't move with that. And what David did, David, David gets his sling and David goes down into a valley. David goes and he picks up some rocks. How many rocks did David pick up? Huh? Huh? Well, he thought he was going to miss four times, didn't he? Huh? He knew Goliath had some brothers. Bible don't say that, but I believe it that way. He said, you know what? I'm going to pick up one that's for Goliath. But I better get them. I better get four more for his brothers. Because I know when I lay this big, ugly guy down, there's a good possibility that I am going to to have to fight the family. So David said, I'm going to take enough. He didn't take extra with him. He didn't take extra with him. He put it in his pouch. David goes down into the battlefield. you got to understand, the soldiers is probably still back up or hiding behind a rock. What is this guy thinking? Is this guy absolutely insane? And then all of a sudden, David goes down there. Goliath, send me somebody. You just send me someone. Send me a tough, send me somebody that's tough. You see, you guys are, we'll try something here. I've never done this before. Hey, don't worry. Don't worry. I watched a YouTube video before church. Ha <laughs> ha! I've got this thing figured out. So, David, see so you guys are nervous. You see, I'm trying to straighten it out. You see, David, David goes, you see that the armies, they were scared to death. And David said, no, no, no. I'm starting right here. I'm going to start right now. Everything's stacked against me and I'm coming after him. I'm going to lay this thing down. When this whole army, they should have defeated him a long time ago. I'm going to take him down right here, right now. And David swung it and he let it go. And there it went. That was a marshmallow, by the way. I wasn't going to let a rock fly in here. (laughs) I wasn't going to do it. David started where he was some of you all have got it made up in your mind I'll start next week I'll start when I get married I'll start when this happens I'll start when I retire no you start right now start right now that's what I'm preaching about I'm preaching start where you're at start where you're at you want to come out of alcohol, come out of alcohol right now. You want to come out of drugs, come out of drugs right now, tonight, in an altar. You want to come out of a, a, out of a lifestyle, come out of that lifestyle right here at an altar. Start right here, start right now, start tonight, not next week. Start where you are. Amen. You got to get a double portion. The only thing that you can do is come to an altar. You need to say, I'm gonna start right here, right now. I'm gonna get everything that I am going to get. This is this simple, this simple. Start where you're at. Start where you're at. loved ones aren't sitting with you don't wait on them if i if i was waiting on my loved ones i'd be still sitting in a pew but you know what i'm gonna start right now you know when all hell breaks loose in your family does that only happen in west virginia does that happen in ohio just crazy things happen occasionally I start right there where I'm at this Sunday, right here, right now. You see some of you, some of you sitting there being like, hi, hi, I don't know, should, should I go? Should I, should I wait till the altar call? Some of you are sitting there, just, I see some of you doing the white knuckle thing on the seat. Should I, should I start right now? Should I wait until he tells me, no, start right now. I'm not going to let anybody keep me from my healing, from my touch, from my miracle, from my deliverance, from the yoke of addiction being broke off. It starts right now. You see, you need to get up. You need to say, come on. Ah, come on, brother. Let's go. You see, it starts right now. It starts right now. Yes. Ah, I got a son that's not in church. It starts right now. It starts right here. It starts right now. Yes, it starts here. It starts now. Ah, it's going to end at it all. It starts right now, brother. It starts right now. It starts right now. Your revival starts right now. How many wants a revival in your family? How many wants a revival in your family? Oh, it starts right now. It starts right here. It starts right now. Halaboshikara what? you need your healing it starts right now anybody in here need the Holy Ghost I want you to come up if you need the Holy Ghost you come up here and wave at me tonight's your night you're not going to leave without it if you've never been baptized in the name of Jesus don't wait for another Sunday we'll take you to the river if we have to tonight's your night You need a touch from the master's hand. Tonight's your night. It starts right now. Make it up in your mind. It starts right now. Right now.